Welcome to Coaching with Kelly, a podcast that gives you the tools that you need to invest in this season of your life. Join life coach Kelly Tibbetts as she interviews inspiring leaders who help you identify your why, name your strengths, and value your energy, soul, and thoughts. This podcast will help you live a brave, creative, purpose-filled life. Well, welcome to Coaching with Kelly. I'm so excited that you are here today. I have my friend Sarah Michelle from HoneyMap here with us today to help us understand a little better how to live a brave, creative, purposeful life. So Sarah, thank you for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. Well, you were one of the people who really inspired me about a year ago when I started thinking about leaving 17 years of ministry to become a life coach. And we had done a little barter of me sharing the Enneagram with you and you helping me understand sort of the heartbeat of what I wanted my coaching company to be. So I'm thrilled that you're here. Um, We did one little session on the Enneagram. And since that's the I in the INVEST acronym of identifying your why, it's a lot of work to identify our why. What did you discover in your work around the Enneagram? I think that for me, it was really interesting. I realized how much of a chameleon I had become from Mm. trying to please other people through my childhood, but also in my professional work, I'm an identity strategist. And so that's my job is to help other people figure out who they are and to be able to understand who they are. And I think I realized in the process of looking in the Enneagram, how that had made me maybe lose a little bit of my core Mm. self by being so fluid in trying to relate to others. And it was sort of a running joke of every time I thought that I had a number, I would read another number and think, oh, no, no, I (laughs) have that number. And so it, it was an interesting process. And, you know, I think you're a really good example of what we hope everybody does, which is stay in the work. It's not an easy answer always, but you did come to a couple of conclusions of the nine numbers in the Enneagram. You're pretty sure there's two that you are not. Yes, definitely not a two or a five. Yeah. So that's helpful because as a woman, there's a lot of pressure on us sometimes for our behavior to reflect the Enneagram two, which is the helper. And it's sort of what sometimes get gets I um, dollicized, you know, people look at women and think, oh, this is what you're supposed to be a very helpful, loving Enneagram too. And so to know that that's not your motivation, has that been helpful even as you've launched your company, as you've been in relationship with people to realize, no, that motivation doesn't drive me? It's been really helpful. And it's been interesting that I almost see it as there's certain brands behind those numbers that I Mm -hmm. do want to associate with. And so I think that's one of the challenges when you're reading through, even, you know, reading through things like the, the one that's sort of a perfectionist, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of good things with wanting to be good, wanting to do right. But then you read the negatives about being perfectionistic. And even from a brand perspective, Mm. you're reading through and thinking, well, I don't want to be associated with those qualities. So I'm going to do everything I can to not be that number. And Mm. it's a challenge to be, really honest with yourself. And I I loved working with you just from the overlap of what we both do, because it gave me a deeper empathy for, Mm. I think, a lot of times when I walk clients through identity sessions, or just anytime we're trying to look in the mirror at ourselves, it's very difficult to be truly honest. Mm -hmm. You know, we look in the mirror, and maybe we want to see the positives, maybe we're afraid to see the positives, but we want to for sure cover up all the blemishes. Yeah. Every, every imperfection, every flaw we want to hide, we don't want to associate with that. And 
when we're covering it up, we're not actually dealing with it. We're not mm-hmm. learning how to use the other side of that for benefit. Yes. And it's a very, it's a challenging thing to be truly honest with ourselves. But I think that is one of the most beautiful pieces of actually being able to grow and enjoy our lives. Mm-hmm. No, I completely agree. And that's my heartbeat behind helping people understand the Enneagram is first to see that there's nine perfectly good ways of walking through life. And we tend to assume everyone does it the way we do it. And then the second thing is to say, okay, both sides, the side that we would consider positive and the side we consider negative are both attached like two sides of a coin. And in fact, there's beauty to be found in both sides. And authenticity is so, so important in becoming who we were created to be. And I love that too, that overlap that we have. So tell us a little bit about HoneyMap. What made you decide to create your own company and what do you guys do over there? Yeah, so I am a brand identity and business strategist. And so the HoneyMap is basically a comprehensive roadmap that helps business owners figure out who they are and how to tell people. Mm. So it's, it's a slight spin on the normal world of branding and business where it really looks at the heart of the brand, which I believe is the heart of the business owner. Mm-hmm. I think everything comes from the top. And so it's a mix of business strategies, strategic plan, marketing strategies, but also a lot of psychology about Mm. who is the business owner, what are the dynamics that are going on between employees and really looking at what is the end goal, what is the why, what are the core values, and how can we structure everything in the business so that it's truly in alignment. Mm -hmm. And I would highly recommend anyone who's listening and is either dreaming about starting their own company or has one to partner with you because you brought such clarity to me of being able to see, okay, who is it that I'm here to serve and what does that look like? And so even if you go to my website, you will see a picture of a woman standing in front of the ocean and that came from our time together. So in addition to owning HoneyMap and just helping so many people identify their why. You're also a podcaster. So um, tell us a little bit about Successful-ish. I am. So Successful-ish actually sort of came out of HoneyMap. When I started my business, it was supposed to be this cute little hobby business. And long story very short, uh, my life sort of blew up very unexpectedly. And I found myself single and without income and just having this cute little hobby business. Mm. And um, I was exiting a very unhealthy relationship and just felt like a failure in all Mm. capacities of life. I felt so overwhelmed and it wasn't until I had an outside perspective of someone telling me how much they admired me Mm. that it was very eye-opening because I just felt like a failure. And I realized that I was looking at other people thinking that they were amazing and Mm. they thought they were failures. Right. And when I was thinking through this list of steps I had taken to get to my end goal, I just had this thought one day, I guess I am kind of successful-ish. That's awesome. I'm taking the steps to get there. Mm -hmm. And I shared my story with a very small group. I led a workshop of, I think, four women and shared my story of learning how to find my confidence as a CEO and learning how to change my mindset and grow my business. And someone said, this is amazing. Please share it with Mm. a bigger group of 30 women. And then word got out and it sort of just took off. And became, I love that. It became its own brand. It's now trademarked. And now the podcast is really about redefining success mm. and successful-ish we've defined as living between successes and wow. not getting caught up on the end goal, but realizing it's a continual process of moving towards success. And just because we're not at the end goal doesn't mean we're failing. It means right. that we're figuring it out. 
that is so powerful and could change the way so many of us live if we begin to see yeah. that we're just in between these two places and to look backwards i think most people would be completely overwhelmed if they ever gave themselves an hour to just look back and say what have i actually done well yeah. and give your brain evidence that what you're doing is the right direction right even we if you're not at that goal yeah, we don't even look. We're looking at the end goal and we're comparing ourselves. I think we compare our beginnings to other people's middles mm -hmm. or our middles to other people's ends. Yeah. And that keeps us from recognizing that we're taking huge steps to get there. And a lot of times that keeps us from even taking the steps at all mm -hmm. because we just disqualify ourselves and write ourselves off. And it is interesting redefining success, which I think the dictionary actually did redefine over the last year, but it used mm. to be the attainment of fame and affluence, mm. which is such a narrow metric. Yes, such a narrow metric, metric, right? And you know, what if you have all the fame and money in the world, but you have no healthy relationships mm -hmm. or your health is poor or you have no sense of identity? There's all these other components and it's not so much about having a success in a performance space. It's about feeling successful in who we are as a person. Right. And that's my whole heartbeat behind this to help just be a voice. Like you said, sometimes women, that's why the 30 people right away were drawn to you. That's why I was drawn to you. Sometimes you just need an example of something you haven't seen before. And what I hope this podcast does for people is just call them to the fact that we were created to live brave and created and purpose-filled lives. And what's keeping so many from that is simply not realizing the success that's in the middle, always keeping your eye out the next year. When my girls were little, I have three daughters and my youngest one had an amazing teacher. And she said, keep the artwork of the older two so that when your younger one makes something you show her what her sisters did it for because she's always comparing her four-year-old self to her nine-year-old sister and that's sort of what you're saying is let's not compare to the left or the right let's just stay right here and say what is going well and how can I lean in and if you saw that was there anyone who helps like help you see that or is that something you just came to on your own like oh I actually do know how to do something and it's pretty incredible it was a lot of seeing myself in other people mm. and hearing other people disqualify themselves when I was looking at them thinking, you're amazing. Yeah. Why I'm trying to tell you how awesome you are for something that you've done. And you're telling me you're not awesome because of something you haven't done that has mm. nothing to do with what I'm telling you. Right. And the other thing that was really helpful was reading stories from mm -hmm. people who I admired. And I threw myself into memoirs and autobiographies and Every person who's ever accomplished anything of merit in this life mm -hmm. failed a lot yeah, and yeah. struggled a lot. And some of the most amazing people were the people who didn't feel like they had a clear lunch table, mm. if that makes sense. Absolutely. You know, they, they right. The person who knew, oh, these are my people. They were the, the outliers. Yeah. And reading through that inspired me to realize that I wasn't failing. I was just at the beginning of the story. I love that and so much. It almost gets you more excited because you realize that the people who are the most successful also had the biggest failing. And so then when you mess up really big, you're like, all right, it's going to be extra successful at the end. I love yeah. that so much. So I currently have a coach, which is why I believe in coaching so much because my life has been transformed from it. And one of her best pieces of advice is print out a little worksheet with like a hundred hearts and you're going for a hundred no's. You're trying to learn how to fail and feel all the feelings and go through it. My favorite memoir um, of someone who failed and succeeded is Madeline Albright. And she points out that if she hadn't gotten divorced, she would have stayed a mom and a wife and it would have really been a completely different life than she led. Any memoirs come to mind of you or that you've read that you think people might um, learn a little bit from? 
Oh, there's so many good ones. One of my favorites was actually Drew Barrymore. Oh, I want to read that now. I love her. I think it's called Wildflower. Okay. She had a fascinating life. She should be a crack addict. Mm. I, I don't understand how she's as normal as she is. Yeah. Um, she emancipated herself from her family when she was, I think, 13 or 14. She was wow. just a child and homeschooled herself to get her mm-hmm. GED and somehow figured out her life and, you know, made a few mistakes along the way. But it was just an incredible story. And I, my other favorite one is The Glass Castle by Jeanette Walls. And very similar, she had a crazy family and ended up becoming a journalist in New York and walking away from that. And I think it's a good reminder to not use our past as an excuse. Right. And that's really empowering for me to, to realize we all have good and bad. Yeah. We all, we can't control the mixed bag of good and bad that we're given. We can't control our family roots, our heritage, our genetics, the dynamics that are in our culture but we can make a decision to spin that into the best possible outcome. Yeah. And that's completely our choice. And I think that it's beautiful, the freedoms that we have in this country to be able to do that, to whether it's in an entrepreneurial role or whether it's to just create the family dynamics that you want, yeah. whatever that looks like, we have full control and freedom to know who we are at our core, to know Mm -hmm. the other ways that people have influenced us and to decide who we want to be in the future. I love that. That's so powerful. And it speaks so much to my heartbeat of helping people believe that I, similar to you had a very hard childhood and now look at that as it was for me. It gave me so many gifts and being able to just continue to say, okay, what's my goal for the future and how can I use these hard moments of life, which we will just continue to have. They're just obstacles. And when we get over them, they make us stronger. And sometimes we don't get over them. They're just something we take with us. Well, you seem like someone who has really been able to sit in the hard moments and learn from them. So probably you have some systems on how to invest in yourself so you don't get burnt out, so you don't wear out. What are some of those things that you have found helpful to keep you grounded and able to see clearly? One of, one of the things that has been most helpful for me, and I know this sounds really weird, but I started dating myself. I love that so much. Yeah, I love that so much. I- I will take myself, whether it's on a hike or for coffee, something that I enjoy, I'm browsing a bookstore, and I will actually take myself on a date and I will ask myself questions mm. that I would ask someone on a date. And it's really awkward at first. Um, mm. If you are not comfortable doing it in public, maybe just pour yourself a glass of wine at home. Yeah. Um, but to be able to really ask intentional questions was really helpful in unpacking what do I actually enjoy and what maybe have I just been told that I enjoy through life Mm. adapted and never questioned. And that curiosity in dating myself has allowed me to go try new things and realize, you know what, I actually really like hiking. I really like nature. Maybe I am a person and you know, actually I really, I don't like escape rooms or claustrophobic things. That is not something I want to do. And just to learn those different pieces of myself and ask questions about what would actually make me happy, what makes me feel alive. And to not then put that pressure on somebody else to do it is this year, the most powerful word I learned, one of the people that was coaching me this summer said, 
you know, you're walking through life without a lot of agency. You're walking through life expecting other things, God, the church, different things to sort of move you along. And what does it look like for you to stand up and own your life? Well, you just gave us a really practical tool for that. Go date yourself. My mom always said, don't wait for your husband to buy you flowers. Go buy flowers. And Mm -hmm. so I love this even more. Go date yourself. Go find something you want to do. Go to that bookstore. Go to that beautiful restaurant. Buy that nice bottle of wine. And then most importantly, ask the good questions. Well, those are incredibly powerful next steps that um, we could all take with us. Before we end, the INVEST acronym is that we identify our why. Right? Why are we doing what we do, thinking, feeling, doing? We're naming our strengths, and you did that so well with recognizing, hey, this thing that I thought was a hobby actually could be something that brings value into the world. And then the V is for valuing ourselves, investing in ourselves, dating ourselves. The E is a little bit around energy. And I'm just curious as a, as a friend, do you find yourself to be someone who is a morning, afternoon, evening person? And how do you rejuvenate? How do you refill when your energy gets a little low? I'm a big fan of naps and Mm -hmm. (laughs) I like to change my scenery. Oh, I I am a huge napper as well. 20 minutes works wonders for me. So what does change your scenery look like for you? If I am trying to knock out a project and I'm at my desk and I just can't make it happen, I will maybe move my laptop to the living room or maybe I'll take a walk around the block or I'll go sit at a coffee shop. And even if it's a quick hiatus, I try to pay attention to when my energy is low and when Mm -hmm. I have high energy. Maybe I'll call a friend and get energized by a conversation, but just changing what I'm looking at, changing what I'm thinking about, it sort of restarts my brain and triggers it to, to jump into a different phase. It's so important because I think a lot of us lost that with COVID of being able to go to that coffee shop or going into work. And I love your idea. Just pick up your laptop, go to another area of the house and watch your brain restart again. And if you're tired, nap. Self-care is not selfish. Well, Sarah, I have loved the opportunity to be here with you. I would love to have you on again as we process a little bit more of what sort of the overlap between understanding our brand. And it's not, I don't think, limited to people who are entrepreneurial. What would it look like for all of us to really identify our own why and be able to walk through life with energy and with joy? How can people find you if they'd like to learn a little bit more about perhaps, um, I'm sure you help people from everything from like a young young living home-based business to someone who has um, physical locations. How can they find you? Yeah, so the best place to hang out with me is online at sarahmichelle.love. And that has links to all my websites, all my social channels. And I love working with people to figure out identity, brand strategy, um, success stories, all those fun things. Thank you so much. And that also, as everyone can hear, you're just somebody that would be great to have on a Zoom call with a couple of friends who are trying to just invest in themselves in the season. Well, thank you all for being here today. I hope that our time together has helped you learn one or two tools on how to invest in yourself, invest in your relationships, and most importantly, invest in your dreams. Thanks for listening to Coaching with Kelly. Join us next time for more conversations on how to truly invest in this season of your life. For more information, or if you would like Kelly Tibbetts to be your life coach, you can find Kelly Tibbetts Life Coach on Facebook, or you can visit kellytibbetts.com.